This AFC South win totals and preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code SGP to play free with your first deposit today. Compete for millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week. That's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes all week long, only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money room with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Love the AFC South every year. What a delight, Sean, to talk about the national football league. The AFC South gets a lot of shit. Everyone makes fun of it, but There's been a a lot of characters yep. coming from the AFC South. Fire uniforms. Our boy, our Check. boy, of course, Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania. Remember how much fun that was? The whole Andrew yep. Luck saga, his backpacking trip. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Tom Coughlin versus Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah, like they. Blake Bortles. I I'm mean, still on, on one team. Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien. I mean, they traded away to DeAndre Hopkins. They really. Like, as the one far coach as said they would cut their dick off. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to them in a bit. Oh man! Like really, there is there every headline that comes out of the AFC South is fun. Josh McDaniels said, "Sure, I'll come coach the Colts," and then said, "Actually, I'm going to stay with <laughs> with Daddy here." Uh, I mean, it, I mean, Andrew Luck announced his retirement, but didn't announce it. Everyone found out about it, and he was booed off the field of a preseason <laughs> game. Come on, you got to love this division. Do we have an update on on Andrew Luck? Yes, he's. Uh, uh, he's uh, last I heard he was at Lake Geneva. They had just set up camp there. They're quarantining mm. him, and uh, he, he well, he did a little quarantining in a youth hostel for a while. Uh, someone stole his uh, jet boil, so he had to get back out onto the road, <laughs> facing adversity one. again. Andrew, exactly. And he's we actually have a little more breaking news. He uh, he rolled his ankle in the backpacking trip, Ryan, and now he's no longer backpacking. He doesn't want to have to deal with the rehab, the oh, uh, the oh, cycle again. of of rehab, and he's then quit. getting back out there on the trail. It's too much. He's packing it in. He's going to come back and design bird feeders with his architectural degree. So, God bless you, Andrew. I Luck. figured he was heading to one of those countries that lets you do illegal shit, like hostel. 
<laughs> Andrew Luck's off off trying to. I you you're telling me that Oliver Luck hasn't gone to Croatia and hey whatever it whatever it takes to get it done. Big news: the free roll football contest is back this year with their pals over at Betsverts. We're giving away up to five thousand dollars in cold hard cash. Again, all you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/contests. There are sign-up instructions, and this year it's <laughs> it's subscribers only because we want to we want to. We have so many cool listeners. Dedicated, only, bro. Dgens only. Dedicated fans. We want to reward the fans for supporting the podcast. Would love to. Basically, you send in your screenshot. You'll get an email with a code. You uh, may be able to guess what the code is, but there's a number in there as well. <laughs> really, you probably could figure it out without doing this, but do this so we know you're a subscriber. You get an email with the code. You join the Betsperts group. A box comes up. You throw in that message, and then you're in. And then every week, you do your against the spread picks for your chance oh. at up to a share of five thousand dollars. Make sure you do that. Oh my goodness, so much football music. As if the free roll football contest wasn't enough, we're giving you the mybookie.ag. A mybookie.ag, their super contest is back, mm. Kramer. That was so much fun uh, last year. Are we going to do it this year, Sean? Oh, of course. We do everything that mybookie offers, including the Sims that we announced. Monday oh. Night Madden. Again, those games you can only bet over at mybookie.ag. All the win totals you're about to hear, those prices are coming right from mybookie. Dot AG playoff action, NBA, NHL, and of course daily MLB. They got it all going on over at mybookie.ag. Even uh, presidential election stuff, Super Bowl odds to win, Premier League, really anything you want to bet on, they will figure it out. They will give you some odds. Not only will they give you the odds and everything you want to bet on, but easy deposit and withdrawal using that sweet sweet cryptocurrency. Last but not least, 100% deposit bonus. That's right. Deposit $100. You now have $200 over <laughs> at mybookie.ag where you can play, win, and most importantly, get paid. Joining us on the line, comedian, actress, and host of the Megan Gailey Bubble Machine, Megan Gailey. Megan, thanks for calling in. Uh, you have the best voice. Oh, wow. It's like, so it's so sporty radio y. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I think Kramer and I, when we started the podcast, uh, we kind of created the podcast making fun of those like AM radio guys who have their character names, you know, the five star yeah, lock of the yeah, week yeah, from yeah. the big dog. <laughs> and of course, my, my gambling persona name is, uh, you know, Sean stacking the money green and Ryan real money Kramer. So I, was I think more, it's, I think it's kind of bled in almost like an Andrew dice clay thing where you start off imitating yes. the character and then slowly become the character. Oh, and I, and I thought uh, I was actually reacting because it's rare that Sean gets the voice compliment. Yes. So. Normally Ryan gets all the voice compliments. So thank you. <laughs> well, I think they're both great. And I honestly, I do have a difficult time telling the difference between men's voices and yours. I can tell the difference between, and I hope that's a compliment in and of itself as well. It's the same answer. I give my kids when they ask me which one they like more. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you apart. (laughs) So Megan, you are, uh, you of course are a huge Indianapolis sports fan, big, Mm. big Colts fan. Any, do you want to, before we get into the Colts, 
full tilt here. Do you do you want to vent it all on the on the Pacers series right now? Get that out of the way. Oh, it's just no, it's just like so embarrassing to even have to be asked to do that. You know, like we're zero <laughs> and two. No one is texting me anymore. Like it's just, I'll get one sad go Pacers. I I still like this team, and then I'm <laughs> I'm kind of the only Pacers fan most people have ever met. Um, so it's a, it's a burden. I'm sad. You know, I just think Vic having to leave in the first game was really demoralizing and I don't know what's going on. And I, and I miss MVP TJ Warren. Yeah. So he was really carrying the team and and you're right about the Pacers fan thing. Cause I've been out in Los Angeles for like <laughs> well over, uh, I mean, probably like 15 years now. And you and Reggie Miller are the only two Pacers <laughs> fans I've run into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that, we both are, we have a lot on our shoulders, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a lot huge. to carry. I'm, I am people, whenever people are like, you like the Colts, you're the first person I've ever met in my life that likes the Colts. Like, I think, I don't think the Indy Indianapolis market travels or moves away. So no. I am, I am the ambassador. Yeah. I think once you're a lot of people are in Indy and they're like, Hey, we like it here. Well, not moving away as a Knicks fan. I'm I'm not, I'm not shedding any tears for the Pacers <laughs> right now, Sean. Although my Knicks not doing, they're not doing anything for themselves. No, not I, even, not in the bubble, not even anyone, in the bubble. I know, they had a, they had a bad day and no one played, you yep. know, that's what the, that's what the Knicks are. That's what they're good at though. And, and that all, is a special skill. All year. They just wait for the lottery. And then even the lottery uh, can't break right <sighs> for the Knicks. Well, at Colts fan, you had a you've had <laughs> two great runs going from of course Peyton Manning and then going to Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck obviously didn't get you the Super Bowl, but had had a nice run, had a pretty decent run, and then the bizarre retirement in the preseason out of nowhere. A- as a Colts fan, where were you on that? Cause I, I was, I felt for the Colts fans that were at the preseason game last year when he just retired and everyone's like reading the news on their phones yeah. and then they start booing. Yeah. Every, everyone gave them a bunch of shit, but you know, in the moment you're just going to be pissed that you don't have a quarterback. I mean, I like the camp too, but come on. Yeah, exactly. Well, where were you at with it? So I, I would, this is almost like a year ago. We're coming up on the close to the year anniversary, unless we've already passed it. And I was getting ready to perform on a gondola in the middle of like a sound somewhere, Um, which so like my phone was going to go out like we were going to be on this strange boat. And so I got the news and I I just was like shook to my core. And then after like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of shock, it really very quickly was like, that's he if that's what he wants to do, then that is absolutely (laughs) what he should do. Like I just become I was so mad at everybody who was booing. I got in a fight with my brother about it. Like my family was even torn on it. And I'm like, Andrew wants to be with his family. He's very smart. He doesn't want to do this anymore. And I like just listened to the Aaron Hernandez podcast. Like you get to a place where you're like, yeah, sometimes I want to play football. I like fully am fine with that. Like I get why they wouldn't want to do that. But maybe next time he could let us know like a couple <laughs> months earlier. I know. And I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I'm such a little pussy. I'm like, that's okay. We'll never understand what the timeline was, but it's okay, Andrew. Like, it's, it is unconditional love um, that I give to anyone who's ever scored a touchdown. Well, that's that's very generous of you. And then the the Colts. I thought I, I still like the Colts, even with Jacoby Brissett 
and uh, you know, great coaching staff, yeah. good offensive line. They yes. start out five and two, and then uh, Jacoby gets kind of banged up. They seem to fall apart yeah. in the in the second half, going two and seven in, in the final nine games there. But then here cool. comes here comes Philip Rivers in free agency, and they sign him to one year, twenty five million dollar deal. Coming off a season with the Chargers, where it was up and down through twenty interceptions, kind of high for Philip Rivers. But now, best case scenario for him, Frank Reich offense again, the good offensive line. You're playing in a yeah. dome. Uh, what what are your what was your excitement level for Philip Rivers? Or are you or are you at that point where you're like, I don't want to get invested. I don't want to get hurt. Oh, I fucking hate Philip Rivers. (laughs) Um, I, I don't anymore. I do not anymore. But like when it happened, I was like, Nope, this, uh -uh. no, 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 no. I, this is, it feels Philip Rivers has like taunted Colts fans after um, the chargers beat us in a playoff game. Like there is bad blood there. He is. And for Indianapolis to not like a white religious person, that's like, <laughs> there's, there's gotta be something bad going on. Um, and so I would, Oh, it just, it, it felt wrong. And, and it's, I've, I've softened on it as I think like quarantine has made some of us do. I watched the last dance and I was like, I guess I like Michael Jordan. Now I can like (laughs) Philip rivers. So I am trying to, I'm trying to open my heart and open my mind, but seeing him in the uniform is still so strange. And, and Oh yeah. I mean, the, the positive is I think the team around him is really, really solid and good. And yes, you, you hope he gets behind a good offensive line, which the Colts have for the first time ever, maybe. And, and he just is able to like thrive in that situation, but he is old and he does seem not personality wise, but playing wise, like a loose cannon. And you just don't want that to blow up in your face. I think it's strange for Cam Newton to also be out there and be like, no, we want Philip rivers. Um, but this is who we have now. And I, I hope there's enough pieces. I mean, the nice thing is, and I don't know who else you're talking to from the AFC South, but the AFC South is like, we're always in the hunt for it. We historically dominate and, and we've faltered the last few years, but it is kind of anyone's for the taking. And we have a very good track record of being able to take it. So even though you look at this team, you're like, Ooh, I don't know. It's still a potential playoff team just because of the division we're in. Yeah. And and while we're talking additions, I mean, trading for DeForest Buckner, I think huge. that was huge. Darius yeah. Leonard is just a badass old school linebacker. I love that dude. Xavier Rhodes is pretty damn good. That was one of their weaknesses last year. I mean, their one of their weaknesses was the defensive backs. And they were uh, mediocre in in defense in general. And now, between Buckner and and Rhodes, I mean, Jesus, th- this team yeah. might have fixed their yeah. only problem. And then Sean, you know, I like to look at the schedule regression. Not that they had a hard schedule last year, but they definitely lost some games they could have won. They still finished seven and nine. Now they have what projects to be the easiest schedule in the National Football League, according to DVOA. Oh Sean, my gosh! Wow, <laughs> we deserve. You know, we. Oh yeah, I'm looking at this, and it's like, oh, it's Stinker City up in here. Oh my gosh, 
we play the Bengals and then the and then a bye and then the Lions. Yeah. Oh, we if we can't pull it together, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, and, and one of their biggest additions is additions by subtraction <laughs> in getting rid of Adam Vinatieri, who personally cost me <laughs> hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars. He was bad with just a couple really, really bad kicks. I mean, you see it with yeah. quarter with quarterbacks when they kind of hit that wall, but to see it with a kicker was just really sad because he had such an awesome career, but. It was like, dude, you cannot kick anymore. You're well, killing I, us. And I think we touched on it earlier, but the, I think it all comes down to Philip Rivers. This is maybe the most stacked roster in the in the National Football League. They're stacked at running back. They have receivers all over the place. If Ty can stay healthy, who knows? They have tight. I mean, this every every position this this team can compete. And so if Rivers can just not suck. And that's the problem. He was pretty bad last year. Yeah, he the turn- I know, but he he can be he can be good. I almost feel like you guys are pulling my leg because every year I'm like, we're really good. And everyone's like, no one cares. Please get away from us. Here's the problem. And then you're, I come on here. You're <laughs> talking to the Colts. Well, you're talking to two people that a uh, Sean, big Andrew luck uh, crush for many years until Carson Wentz came yeah. in the league. Two, we all we we seem to pull for the Chargers every year. Philip Rivers was on the Chargers. We're now kind of migrating some of that loyalty. So I think we might be just a little higher. Colts than- have just been our like <laughs> okay. our, our kind of uh, adopted AFC team. We like to gamble times. on them. I, I like I I, app- I appreciate that, and and there is plenty of room. Please come aboard. Big Frank Reich fan, and just one more nugget yeah. about the uh, the schedule. They have three road dome games, oh. and the Colts are twenty-one and 68 percent on the road in domes, compared to seventy-one and sixty-nine on the road outdoors. So, you know, between their home games and the road dome games, they're playing eleven games in a dome. That's ideal for an old quarterback. Yeah, it's it, it, how many how many games does that mean they're playing inside? That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. We like to talk about what's yeah. happens too. You should we walk through the schedule? Let's some? do it, Kramer. All right, before we do, oh, this is oh, fun. Of course, <laughs> the Colts went seven and nine last year under that win total of nine and a half. A, a little bit weird because I think that nine and a half. Yeah, that worth, was that was Andrew. Can I Locke. just say one that I think that was mostly Vinatieri. Like yeah. when you look at last season, he cost us probably three to four games. Um, truly, he actually did that. So I don't know why I felt the need to interrupt to shit no, on him, that, but I just wanted that. No, to he be really. Clear. <laughs> we we've been calling for the investigation. He clearly. I mean, it wasn't just like he was blowing games. He was also blowing covers. No, it felt like blackmail. No, <laughs> yes. it felt like blackmail. It was he personal. had something on Ursay, and it was because Ursay was like, "I love him, and I believe in him," and I'm like, "I am like bleeding from my eyes watching this legend do this." Get him out of there. He, he was probably w- involved in one of the piss parties, maybe. So that, that's what. <laughs> so it's tough to imagine anyone having dirt on Jim Ursay. <laughs> so going under that nine and a half, Sean. This year it's nine and a half again. Minus one hundred five on the over. Minus one twenty five on the under. So more people betting the under, Sean. Division odds plus one twenty. They are the favorite to win the division. Ten to one to win the conference. Twenty to one to win the Super Bowl. First four games. On the road against Mr. Gardner Minshew himself in Jacksonville. Second game, Minnesota at home. Jets at home after that at Chicago, week four. Sean, I'll I'll, I'll be bold right away because I don't see a tough road game there. But I'll say they drop one of them. Give me three and one. Three and one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Three three and one feels right. Although 
I am kind of nervous about that Jag spot just because it's going to be week one. The conditioning is going to be an issue, and it's hot and humid as fuck in Jacksonville <laughs> in mid September. Especially so with the drip coming I, off Gardner Minshew. I think yeah. Colts, Colts will probably pull that out, but if the Jaguars are getting like over a touchdown, I may take them on the spread. Oh. <laughs> Megan, what do you what do you think this four game uh, what schedule? What do you got them going here? I mean. I, they are all, they, the only one that isn't feel that doesn't feel like a major stinker is the Vikings to me. And then everyone else, I'm if we lose to the Jaguars, I'll, <laughs> oh, it'll be bad. I, I don't, uh, we lost to them in London like two years ago. And I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. This is, this is bad. All right. So, um, I, so three yeah. and one, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sean, were you three and one? Yeah, as well? three and one. Oh, that is one benefit of uh, COVID is no London games. So no I don't have to wake up at six thirty and start. Yeah, that drinking. is nice at Cleveland, Cincinnati at home bye week at Detroit, Baltimore at home. <laughs> Not that's a pretty easy stretch right there, Sean. You want to go first? Yeah. Uh geez, I'll go. Uh, I'll go three and one again. Wow, you love the Colts, Sean. <laughs> I, did, I I mean Frank Reich. He's just got a place in my heart and. Man, I, I love that offensive line. Yeah, three and one. I mean, I, that Ravens game is going to be super tough, but if they win at home in the dome, I'm not going to be shocked. I, I'm going to go conservative and say two and two. Two and two makes sense. But you know, I, the Colts will do something stupid. They'll like <laughs> lose to the Lions after the bye and then beat the Ravens. Like they do. They beat the Chiefs last year, like on Sunday night, and they look so fucking good. I, I yeah. I, I think three and one again. Nice. Nice. All right. No, it's okay. Be be that Homer. Next four <laughs> at Tennessee on the short week Thursday night. Green Bay at home. Tennessee again. Real quick turnaround there. At home. At Houston. Mm. Oh man, this is when it gets interesting. It does feel yeah. a lot like the Colts are just gonna stomp the Packers in that spot. Uh I'll say two and two again. I, I think the the couple road games there. Two yeah. games with the Titans. I, I think I'm going one and three here. I oh. think I think they cool off a little bit. Throwing shade. Unfortunately. Throwing shade. Megan, what do you got them doing here? I think they split the with the Titans and then I think probably two and two. I think they beat either the Packers or the we just love to beat the Texans and they just love to take it from us. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Bill especially I mean they Bill O'Brien. Definitely a guy who loves right, to tease. I love him. He's the NFL <laughs> Homer Simpson. I do love him. He seems like a wonderful man. I don't know why the Texans seem to be on a mission to get worse every offseason, but I'm happy to watch it. Yeah, I mean he's he's actually like a decent in-game coach, but the GM is just horrific. Yeah, he, he's someone's like yeah. bro- brother-in-law who got they let in the fantasy league, and he really likes playing, but he has no idea what he's doing. So everyone's <laughs> taking advantage of him. Like, all right, uh, Bill, he's all right. He's an all right. <laughs> no, dude. we can't let that one happen. DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson? Are you serious? Yeah, the the, the trades he makes in real life would never right. get, be allowed in a fantasy league. Like all that shit would have gotten vetoed. There'd be email chains of people losing their mind. All right, John. Last four at Las Vegas. Still says weird. It's, it sounds weird to say it. Yeah. Houston on Saturday at home at Pittsburgh, and then to close it out, Jacksonville at home. You know, uh, we think the Raiders are going to be hot garbage. I, I'm going three and one here. Three and one sounds right. Uh, that that game in Pittsburgh will be tough, but I, I think they got the other ones. Megan, how do you have them finishing? 
I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers so much. Even if they just go one and three, but they beat the Steelers, I'll be happy. So I'll say two and two just because 2020 has been rough. And I think I deserve this. (laughs) All right. Megan and I have 10 and six, Sean, you were 11 and five, 11 and five. Oh, okay. I thought I had 10 and six. Oh no, you did have 10 and six. I forgot you had the one. We all had 10 and six. Okay. I'll have 10 and six. I feel good about the yeah, I feel good about the over nine and a half. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's the angle here, uh, Sean. I'm sure you have to make the playoff odds in front of you. Yes, let Maybe. me pull that up. And uh, the Colts minus one eighty to make the playoffs, plus one thirty five. Ooh. To miss the playoffs is the move. Maybe just to bet the uh, that feels like a lock. Yeah, maybe maybe we can play the lock sound effect because that I know it's minus one eighty, but that that could be the angle. Seven playoff teams, hard to see. Yeah, because then even then even at nine and seven, you got a chance. But yeah, make playoffs at minus one eighty. Lock that up. They're plus one twenty to win the division. I actually don't like that no. at all. I mean, no. You could very well lose that on a tiebreaker, and you know, betting a hundred to win one twenty-five. There, you're not or one twenty. It's not worth it. Conference at ten to one. That's kind of intriguing, and then Super Bowl twenty to one. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I, I think make the playoffs at minus one eighty <laughs> over nine and a half. Megan, any uh, how far do you picture this Colts team going? Um, I just want everybody to be able to play. Yes. <laughs> I'll be if, if we make it to. You know, we lost embarrassingly in the second round of the playoffs a few years ago, and it still felt really fucking good. So if we lose in the second <laughs> round of the playoffs, I'll be a, I'll be a happy little Hoosier. Well, there you go. And uh, Megan, appreciate you calling in. Make sure you give Megan a follow on Twitter at Megan Gailey. Check out her new uh, NBA show, or is it is it just NBA? The Megan Gailey Bubble Machine. It's- it's really whatever the fuck I want it to be. And that goes all over. I haven't covered the NHL once, but everything else. Yeah. All right. Nice. And uh, anything else people should check out? You know, my husband and I also host a sports podcast together called the greatest where we just rank different, um, say everything within the like sports world, different topics. So that would be a great place to look at. I definitely talk about the Colts too much on there. <laughs> All right, check that out as well. Megan, appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. I hope I don't cost anybody any money. <laughs> no, it's never your fault, don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, DraftKings. You know, regular season NBA, it's pretty fun. But let's be honest, the playoffs, it's another level. Much like DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports, basketball, hockey. So much better when you got a little skin in the game, a little action. You can do that over at DraftKings, the daily fantasy leader. Millions in prizes throughout the week. No better place to make it rain than over at DraftKings. And if you use our promo code SGP, you get a free shot at millions of dollars. Pretty easy. Just draft the player, standard the salary cap, pile up the points. You know me, I'm a DraftKings man. Been cranking out those best balls left and right. They're so fun. And the uh, millionaire m- millionaire makers, the the prices are already out for NFL week one. I got a ton of lineups already in. They're only five dollars too. They're only five dollars. I've got north of twenty. It's it's awesome. Make sure you download the DraftKings app and use promo code SGP to play free with your first deposit. We can compete for millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs that this week. That's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes all week long. Only at DraftKings. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
Kramer joining us on the line. Texan super, super fan, Steven beg Steven. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Hey, good, good stuff guys. Uh, are there, are there, uh, are there real super fans of the Texans these days? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> well, once upon a time, Sean, they were my adopted team, even though they are quarterbacked by the filth of UVA Matt Schaub. I found myself in love with Andre Johnson, and I j- every year I, lo- I I was over. I feel like if you if you went back and went to the tape, Sean, no. two thousand. Well, I guess we didn't do it two thousand two thousand twelve on. I probably went what five straight overs on the Texans. You are you are a huge Texans fan, just constantly believing like a soccer mom. Thing. Yeah, it's you a, really. Yeah, it was all uh, it was all off that receiver and just. And now they have the fucking exciting quarterback, and <laughs> I, I don't like him anymore. And they got coach. rid of the they got rid of the exciting receiver. Oh, let's start with that because I I have not spoken to an actual Texans super fan. But to have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, and now he's gone, and for you know, I'm, I want to, I want to hear the fan spin on this because David Johnson, sure, he's had, so he's had a cup of coffee here and there, but DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league for my money. So uh, yeah, I'll give you the floor, but how, how, where were you when it happened, <laughs> and what, what, what are you feeling about going into the season without DeAndre Hopkins? So. Our history has been Hall of Fame receiver, no quarterback. So we get a quarterback who's actually good, and what do we do? You get we rid of- trade away a Hall of Fame receiver. <laughs> yeah, no. It makes no sense. I mean, other than, of course, Super Bowl winning quarterback David Carr, oh, yeah. who we had for. But yeah, it, it's ludicrous. It's just ludicrous. We have. So the, the, the famous Belichick coaching tree that, that produces seven and nine, seven and nine teams, right? We, we arguably have the best coach from the Belichick coaching tree, it's true. but we, also, but we also have the Belichick GM <laughs> of GM who, who doesn't know who trades away. I agree the best receiver in the NFL for, I don't want to say garbage, but you know, we, we are, we are evidently trying to win the Super Bowl right now. Unfortunately, it's the 2016 Super Bowl because you know, cooks and Johnson and Cobb and Randall Cobb. Yeah. No, Bill O'Brien. I was, I was doing the math. Bill O'Brien has to be possibly the most hated coach that has a winning record, right? Cause normally when people are this annoyed at a coach, it's cause he sucks, but Bill O'Brien, he's only had one losing season. That one kind of fluke season, 2017, where they went four and seven and then he had three, three years of nine and seven. And then the past two years, he's been 11 and five and 10 and six. So he's, his winning percentage is very good, but I, I mean, the GM moves of Bill O'Brien are just scratching it's their head. Like even you know when normally everyone in the media zigs, you're like you try and think of like an interesting zag. You try and think of like an interesting side to the opposite, yeah. but you just can't with the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Like bringing in David Johnson on that contract makes no sense at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, just trading for a running back in general is insane. But it could well, be. We have a- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so so it seems like the last three years we've had a bunch of cap room. All we seem to do with our cap room is fill it with bad contracts. 
It's not like we get someone. So so now we've filled it with David Johnson's contract and Brandon Cook's contract. So we don't actually get players with our cap room. We we just fill, you know, crappy other contracts, give away draft choices. I mean, this isn't over. Next year we have no first, no second, and we replaced them with like a fourth and a sixth. I mean, it, he is a he is a terrible GM, and I. <laughs> You know, I, I mentioned to you, I spend the whole game yelling at him when we're attending the games. I am not kidding. He is, he is very frustrating to watch at his job. Well, I, and, and, and he somehow is bailed out because Deshaun Watson is one of the more electric players under pressure in the league. I mean, even when you look at their expected Pythag wins, whatever it is from last year, Sean, they're under eight. So this was, this team was two wins North of where they should have been. And it's all about Deshaun Watson and what he can do. And unfortunately, you can't get rid of Bill O'Brien because Deshaun Watson's so goddamn good. He keeps dragging him through the mud. But yeah, I mean, I, uh, there is something hilarious about the fact that Bill O'Brien, A, has a winning record, B, was such a good uh, coach in college. He got Christian Hackenberg drafted in the second round. Yeah. But I think the real story is how bad the defense was. Cause I think, you know, we're another year and it's another year where we're maybe excited about the weapons. The Texans offense looks like they got some goddamn speed, but the offensive line's the same story. The defense, a lot of, a lot of question marks there. So, well, Ryan, you mentioned the defense and uh, courtesy of Warren Sharp, the mm, Texans oh, defense you faced love Warren Sharp. the easiest passing <laughs> schedule of offenses in the past four years. So Oh no. I mean, they really Wait, they do or they did? No, they did. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like oh, their defense didn't do that well with like a crazy oh, easy horrible. schedule. They were horrible. Period. They were they were a bottom 3 DVOA team, I think. 26, sorry, bottom 7. Secondary still has a bunch of concerns, but I mean, there are some skill players th- that you could be high on like Kiki uh Kiki Kuti, oh, Will Fuller, but a lot of guys, I mean, Brandon Cooks even. A lot of guys with that if they can stay healthy, tag hanging around them, which is yeah. fine. So, so Kute, I mean, Kute is about five on the depth chart right now, right? So, so Stills, Stills was actually not a bad pickup. He actually had a pretty good year last year. Cooks isn't a bad receiver. Fuller, my hamstring hurts just talking about him because it's <laughs> inevitable. It's inevitable. So, we have some weapons and to be honest, we don't know what it looks like because you know, the the past three years it's been throw up near Hopkins and Hopkins will catch it. He made Watson look better than Watson was the first three years because you know, he's, he's going to go catch those balls. Arizona fans should be absolutely fired up because this guy is phenomenal. So, so we don't know what the new receiving core is going to look like. We're, we're always pretty strong tight end wise. I will say that the offensive line is going to be better this year. The problem with the offensive line this year will be, does Watson trust them enough to stay in the pocket? Because way too often last year, he, he made a run for it before he needed to make a run for it. So he needs to keep his head up, look down the field and trust those guys. Cause they will be better this year. I believe defensively, the problem is those guys are getting the good players are getting old. Watt and merciless are getting old and they're the good players. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, and what, what before he got hurt I, again was having like a great year, 52 pressures 
in eight games. But again, he falls under that category of like, if they stay healthy, but the thing with the, right. this Texans team though, is the win total seems way too low for a, a football team that has De- Deshaun Watson at their quarterback. That was my initial thought. Just looking at it. Um, well, there's a little of that Russell Wilson thing where there's so many factors going against the greatness. Yeah. It, it's almost disappointing. Like someone like Watson couldn't have ended up with a Bill Belichick or a, a, a Kyle Shanahan or, or a Sean McVay, you know, great coaches, not Doug Peterson though. He wouldn't have been able to help. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, like it, it does. It, like, so I think every year we, we, we potentially, and it could be the Sims too, because the Deshaun Watson and the Texans are excellent in the Madden Sims. But I think we come into every season thinking uh, the Texans are, are a fun team to want to get behind because they have recognition on the defense and JJ Watt. Of course you want to root for JJ Watt, Sean, JJ Watt is what you would have made yourself be. If you could have created yourself, you know, those extra seven <laughs> inches, create a player and 20 pounds, get in occasionally and goal line offense. And I think Deshaun, like who doesn't want to root for Deshaun Watson? He's a winner, Oh man. I mean, what that, a couple of those game winners he had. Fucking dude took a year. bus because his shit was so fucked up he couldn't get in an airplane. <laughs> yeah, they I were mean, worried his lung was going to collapse, so he took a winner. bus. That is, you know, that is just some uh, some real. This is a classic football guy, but they are they do have some prime for aggression factors. Oh. Five and one in field goal games, so that's that's definitely something to kind of be worried about with the Texans. Uh, as far as like guys they're bringing in, we we I think we hit on most of them. Um, Randall Cobb, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But think about what Randall Cobb was greatest at with Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers was escaping out of the pocket, Randall Cobb knew where to fucking run to. Every yeah, maybe he can get that going with uh, time. And Deshaun I think, Watson. I think while everyone in the fantasy community is getting like salivating about Will Fuller uh, as if he doesn't get hurt every year and he isn't going to have a soft tissue injury. Injury. If you want to dive into the numbers, Kenny Stills is the receiver you need to target. This what about year. what about Brandon Cooks though? Because I I think Cooks you could make a case for. I mean, it's weird that he keeps getting traded, but he's a guy without. It, again, if he doesn't have a concussion, I'll, I think I'll get, he'll. I think he can do some damage in a PPR league. So so Stills, uh, Watson loved Stills last year. I mean, he loved him so absolutely. There's a whole lot of value there in, in Stills. The problem we have with Cobb is, yeah, okay, Rogers threw to him in 2016. So, you know, what's that doing for us now? He didn't do anything in Dallas <laughs> last year. But the, the the size of the contract he gave him, once again, a complete waste of cap space to, to throw money at that guy. So, you know, it, it's it, the the concern is, uh, and you're right. I mean, O'Brien is easy to dislike, but we keep finishing nine and seven, ten and six. And it's we, by the way, Ryan. We. Yes, exactly. Steven knows what's up. <laughs> Steven, I gotta ask. You're you're a Texans fan, but I, I'm detecting a little accent, almost like Scottish or Irish. Are you? Are uh, you? Look, look at you. Look at you. Yeah. I, I Wait. Was, hold on I'm, a second. Before you declare, I feel like Sean just a, is a, is a being offensive to someone. It's very clearly Scottish. Yes, but possibly it's Irish. Very but clearly Irish. And it, and and by the way, it's from the proper. It's from the proper portion of Ireland. If you want to go that route, as see, well, that's John. what I was sorry. getting. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you're from the other the other area, but he's from the so, fake Ireland, Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, wait, yeah, just quick so, side story. You, uh, 
are you, you're living in the States now or um, give us your little background on how you became a Texans fan. Yeah, I've been, well, I've been here for almost 40 years. So I've been here a long time. So, so I was, uh, so, so I'll tell you the story. This isn't, I'm not proud of this. When I moved here in the, in the early eighties, my whole family were Houston Oilers fans and I couldn't stand the Houston Oilers. So I became a fan of them. I'm just going to say them. <laughs> oh no. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when, when they announced that Houston was getting a new team and it was the Texans, I took my them jerseys <laughs> and hats that I'd accumulated over the years. And we had a ritual burning of all the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I love this guy. I'll go home and get your fucking shine burning. box. I have I have video of this. We have ritual burning of the Dallas Cowboys stuff to turn over to uh, Houston, Texas. The eight and eight Dallas Cowboys, by the way, because they've been eight and eight since about nineteen eighty eight or ninety five, rather. Oh, so, love it! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so I turned over. I had a I had about a three year gap where I had no team, and then I became a Texans fan. Uh, actually, coached soccer for about seven years there, Ryan. Nice. Well, so could, could go to the games uh, and then became a season ticket holder uh, 2009. I've been every week since. So to my own uh, detriment at times, oh, but man. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. I'm what glad. a heartbreaking team. I, I, I'm glad I, it has a great ending because he's no longer a Cowboys oh, fan. And we love that. We can, we can legally allow him to be on the podcast. Kramer. We it's like one of those wooden, those, those the, the, the guy from uh, never mind. <laughs> All right, let's yeah, get it to was, it. It was an anti-Oilers thing more than a Cowboys thing. I realized that pretty quickly, and you know they won the Super Bowl, and I kind of looked and went, "Ah, they won the Super Bowl. Ah, who cares?" I realized <laughs> I wasn't really. Anyway, you were, go you ahead. weren't completely in. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's oh, uh, no. let's uh, break down the schedule, Kramer. All right, and again, this was. It seems as though the theme here is that the, this division of fairly easy schedules. Texans is projected to be 19th this year, Sean, according to DVOA. First four at Kansas City mm. on Thursday Night Football. We've already talked about this. I've ten already points this. is a lot. I already Baltimore, took the Texans getting ten. Baltimore, they have at home week two at Pittsburgh week. Week three, Minnesota at home. Week four. This is a brutal way to start the season. Could Bill O'Brien get fired <laughs> early in the? No, probably not. Love it. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's my take. Is after week four, do we need a new GM and coach? Because I'm I'm torn here because I'd like to win games, but could we be zero and four and be looking for a new coach and GM? That's the thing though. In the NFL, when you have a good quarterback, like Deshaun Watson, it's really almost tough to bottom out. See, here's what this, I, he will make plays. I, I think I got him going two and two there, but I, I one and three is not out of the possibility. I'll go two and two as well. Yeah. Steve, yeah I'm going I'm to go one and one and three. I think we struggle with the Ravens. Uh, so but Ravens or Vikings, I think we lose the away game. So I'm going to go one and three. Oh man. They're gonna shock the world on Thursday night. Beat the beat the Chiefs. I'm calling for it right now. Jacksonville at home. Oh, go ahead. So I just want to. So the Chiefs. So let's let's uh, the elephant in the room. The the playoffs last year. So a group of us that go at the games get together. I have to tell this story. Group group of us that get that go at the games. We're watching the game. We're up twenty four nothing. I have a buddy who has a couple extra tickets 
that he sells every week at 24 nothing he's his texts his phone is going off the wall with texts from people saying can I get can I get your tickets can I get your tickets can I get your tickets for the alleged AFC championship game oh, and no. we're telling them I mean yeah this is just terrible terrible football karma yeah we're telling them turn your phone off right <laughs> now so so we blame uh, we blame uh, my buddy Marcus for us losing that game because oh, he was talking he was talking about how much he could sell his tickets for. He oh no! Yeah, it was <laughs> everybody everybody listening right now is going no no no. Yeah, it reminded yeah, that, you, that's why we lost. That. You know what that reminds me of is. Um, we were hanging out with Dick Olson, noted oh. Broncos fan, and uh, he was re- he was like buying his. I think he had already bought his flight to go back for the AFC Championship game. And then Joe, when Flacco. Joe Flacco just threw throws this moonshot bomb over the safety's <laughs> oh. head to end the game. It was uh, it was brutal watching that happen live. Dick Cri- and uh, Dick and Marcus would uh, hang out together. Kindred <laughs> oh, oh, kindred spirits. All right, Kramer. What do we got for the I next? I just have one? a visual of him with that that Bronco hat on, with that set. Oh, he had a giant styrofoam. Week Bronco five, hat. Jacksonville at home at Tennessee, Green Bay at home, a week eight bye, and they face Jacksonville on the road, week nine. Man, Jacksonville is going to be hot garbage this year. Uh, I'm. I think I might go two and two again. Yeah, I'll go two and two just because they have three division games there. Although I, I don't know, I think they beat the Packers. You know what? Uh, I'll go. I'll stick it with two and two. But I mean, three and one's not crazy there for them. Yeah, well, well I'll go two and two. We own uh, we own your boy Minshaw. Some uh, <laughs> we wore him out. We wore him out in London last year. We were at the game. It was. Uh, I, I recommend that trip for anyone. By the way, when we're actually allowed to travel, but oh yeah, yeah definitely. Two That's two. on the bucket list. Going to see a game in NFL London. Game in London. It, it was awesome. It was awesome. At Cleveland, New England at home, at Detroit on Thanksgiving. I'm mm. guessing, right? Yep. Indy at home. So at Cleveland, New England at home, at Detroit on Thanksgiving, Indy at home. You know, it's not the hardest stretch, but there there's some tough games. We don't know what New England's gonna be. Then that that's always tough for the uh, Belichickian uh, disciples to go back and face daddy. They, but he's, uh, I think Bill O'Brien of the disciples, he's done the best. Uh, I'll go three and one here. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm going to go two and two again. I, I'm, I can't pull the trigger on three and one, although I, I do think they take care of business at home. Steven. No, nah, we're three and one. We're, we're going three and one. In fact, I'm, I'm bordering on, Ooh. can you throw can you throw a tie in there? Cause uh, <laughs> close to four. No, but I'm going to go three and one last four at Chicago at Indy on a Saturday, since he at home, Tennessee at home. I like the way they end the season. Uh, you know what? This is where I'm going to give them three and one. I'm going to go two and two. Actually. I think, uh, yeah, there, there's a couple of interesting spots there where they could slip up, but two and two makes sense. Steven, how do you got him closing out there? That's, that's that's an easy three and one, I think. There you go. That's an easy three and one. We own the Titans at home. Uh, the Bengals are terrible. Uh, and the Bears <laughs> by then they'll they'll have given up. They'll be they'll be on their third string quarterback. <laughs> Someone passed Nick Foles. 
Okay, and exactly. and to make the playoffs, Houston Texans plus one fifty. I'm seeing over at Odd Shark to miss the playoffs minus two hundred. Yeah, Sean, I didn't I didn't give it to you, but last year eight and a half, they went over ten and six. This year it's seven and a half over minus one twenty five, under minus one oh five, division plus three twenty five, conference twenty eight to one, Super Bowl fifty five to one. They certainly have the long future shot appeal of the fact that they have Deshaun Watson, who's probably on a short list of maybe eight guys who can win a Super Bowl. Um, I think they're almost getting so much shade from the Hopkins yeah. trade. Uh, d- l- Newsflash: DeAndre Hopkins is not worth oh, two wins. Yeah. Now, granted, they have some reasons why they might regress, and they were an eight-win team last year that won ten wins, or they got ten wins. So maybe they don't even have to regress to sit at eight and eight. All of that being said, I don't quite understand the seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half is way too low in this division. That's like we keep saying is always kind of up for grabs. I, I feel really strong about the over here, seven and a half. I, I'm not gonna touch the division. They also have a horseshoe up their ass. Like they, I know, I they mean, really they, do. They, if you look at it, like n- no way, Sean. If I asked you how many wins did the Texans have two years ago, would you get it right? Well, I looked it up, but yeah, yeah, they went ten and six last year, eleven and five the year before. I mean, yeah. this. And, and I would say I love Hopkins, but I just don't like. He's not worth multiple wins. We see this all the time. Receivers aren't enough to swing it that much. And actually, at plus twenty eight hundred. I, I think for the conference, you may maybe uh, sprinkle a little bit on them at plus twenty eight hundred. So, so I think I think what Ryan's saying, and, and I, I know he loves this angle, the regression from the from the seven point games. We are the we are the seven point game team, right? We were I think we were eight and three maybe last year, yeah. which makes makes you concerned that that's going to regress. But the year before we had. We had like 12, seven point games We're we're we don't beat everybody. We don't beat anybody and nobody beats us. It's always a close game. So that's always a kind of tricky, you know, is, is eight and three unrealistic. Well, normally it would be, but the Texans are always that field goal touchdown. It's well, and my, you know, my, my theory on that is that it's because Bill O'Brien is a bad coach and these should be 10 point wins, but he brings him into that. He <laughs> brings him into that touchdown range with his idiocracy. So maybe less likely to regress, but he still is the coach. It is a very, conv- it, it's the biggest to me. It's the hardest team to handicap both preseason and week to week a team that has such a high ceiling, such a low floor. It just, it's such, it's so but hard at, at the end of the day. I mean, Sean, Deshaun I'll, I'll, Watson's not a below 500 guy. No, I mean, he's but, just not, but look at this DVOA chart. It's, it's like it's zigzag. Up down, it's yeah. up, down, up, down, up, down. There's not a ton of consistency there, but I do find myself. Uh, this is, we're going to be watching a lot of AFC South games this year. Sean. And so what was your, you find you had him closing out at what Ryan nine and seven, nine and seven. All right, that sounds about right. And I like the over as well. I would even say, why not? What division plus three twenty five? Why are they plus three twenty five? And Ryan Tannehill is plus one seventy. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it does feel like a little closer to a toss. What if David Johnson has that two thousand sixteen season again? I don't know. So, Stephen, exactly, any exactly. any any uh, future prices you like there? Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm I I uh, lean towards the negativity on this team always. <laughs> well, there you go. But. But I will say this. I will say this. You know, I think Tennessee and Indianapolis are consistently overrated. I don't think Frank Reich is that good a coach. Everybody says he's a great coach. You know, he he went for it on fourth down on his own like thirty five against us a couple <laughs> of years ago, and cost himself the game. I mean, who does that? 
I mean, if that was Bill O'Brien, we'd still be talking about it. <laughs> I don't think it's, you know, Tennessee had a you know, great run game, you know, ground and pound kind of team, but you know, they can't find a quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Tennessee and Indianapolis are that good. I'm not saying that because I'm a Texans fan, because again, I lean towards the negative on us. I just don't think they're very good teams. So yeah. Could we win the division? Absolutely. Absolutely. We could. Just so crazy. They might pull it off. They All right, Steven, off, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Good luck with your Texans this year. And uh, you want to throw out, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me in lot 21, the blue lot 21 outside NRG, probably grilling something. That's where they can find. <laughs> That's me. perfect. Maybe get some haggis going. I love it. All right, hey, Steven. Now we're talking, buddy. Now we're talking. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Take care, guys. That was awesome talking to Steven. Scottish accent, Steven. Steven the Scott. That uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, he plugged his fucking parking lot location. You gotta love a guy who plugs his. Uh, we salute you, sh- sir. We salute you. Shout out to Steven and shout out to BetQL. Man, what a uh, what a useful app. And again, if you're like me, hashtag Dedgens only. Hashtag Dedgens only. Admittedly, don't know a ton about NHL. I want to get some action on a game. Let's just see what the BetQL guys are recommending. They got a rating <laughs> system for their best bet algorithm. Scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet. Recommendation for every game. I mean, if you're on the fence. Why not check out BetQL? Or if you're just looking to get down on something, or I mean, really, I, I enjoy using the sharp square data. That's always fun. See where the money's coming in. A lot of, lot of fun trends. And it's great to see all the trends and you're like, okay, that trend makes sense. This other one I'm probably not going to use, but that's still kind of a fun quirky trend. They really got you covered. Plus if you live in Jersey, PA, Indiana, Colorado, West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from their sports book. All you got to do is head to the app store, Google play store, download BetQL. that the app's completely free. Uh, if you want to get the uh, premium subscription, really knock it up a notch. Use that promo code SGP twenty for twenty percent off your first subscription. SGP twenty for twenty percent off over at BetQL.co. Kramer, time to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars Minshew mania. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's say his name, Minshew Gardner. Minshew, Minshew. coming off a six and ten season. Uh, their win total is set at seven and a half. Little disappointing. This dude spent less than a, a year in Pullman. This motherfucker's name is Legend. up in the bathroom wall. Ever. I mean, when you go when you go hang out in Pullman, this chicks is- speak of, of this man like he's Mick Jagger. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. It was uh, it, like that. The cougar that was uh, soliciting Colby's uh, at the Coug. There time, was a she. She more or less said that she would have loved to sit on <laughs> Gardner Minshew's face. Well, yeah, I could definitely, uh, I, I could see that woman wanting that sort of outcome. I mean, oh. the way she was looking at Colby, you know, <laughs> not not to throw Colby under the bus, but Gardner Minshew higher up the food chain, especially <laughs> especially in Pullman, Washington. Jags disappointing at six and ten, but here's what I'll say about the Jaguars. I mean, Nick Foles <laughs> stays healthy. Maybe they maybe they get to that eight wins. And what what I enjoyed about the Jaguars is the Gardner Minshew. The Minshew Mania, they kind of took teams by surprise. And he was four and two there for a little bit. And then things kind of came off uh the rails there later. But I, I think this Jags team could be in a similar spot where they're not going to be a good team. 
but they could be, they could surprise some teams. Like the Jags are definitely an easy team to overlook. And especially at home in Florida early on, I think yeah. that heat and humidity, the conditioning, the hot tub could be an issue. Yeah. The extra get distracted. down there in Jacksonville <laughs> kicking around. But really, I, I do think this team, this Jaguars team could surprise uh, some you, people. Now, do not you really feel that way? Yes, I really do. I, not surprised. Okay. Not surprised people can go like eight and eight, but I, I'm definitely way higher on the Jaguars than most. Uh, I mean, I guess for is Yannick going to like, what's, what's happening there? He's getting traded. Yannick probably going to get traded. Where is he landing? Maybe the jets. I mean, you've heard the rumors of the jets, right? Yeah. Maybe the Raiders, hopefully not the Cowboys. Um, I, I think this team, cause I think the defense will struggle a little bit. I do like um, chase on filling in for Yannick. Uh, we'll see how long it takes for him to kind of get things figured out. Josh Allen had a pretty good year. Another, another fun D lineman. Yeah. You know, they, I, I think, I think this team may be surprisingly fantasy relevant one because they're going to be playing from behind a lot and Gardner Minshew. I mean, the more I think about, it, the more I like him as a fantasy quarterback. Just mostly because of where he's getting drafted as well. He had 344 rush yards in just 12 starts. I mean, this is a guy who isn't afraid to run the he's ball. He's a gamer, you know. And again, he's a gamer. They have Mike Glennon as his backup, so there's no urgency to put the backup <laughs> in. And he's playing for his life in the NFL. And this yeah. is a guy that kind of he came in when Foles went down, six round pick. Like did. I mean, he was the fourth round or fourth string quarterback, like in yeah. OTAs and like early on. So, I think he can come in with that swagger of like I, nothing look, to lose, nothing to lose. Gardner Minshew. That's what he is. We're looking at this photo of him when he went back to Pullman and he wore the short shorts uh, during their bye week and was just soaking up the Minshew mania. Like he's I, a guy. I think they're called jorts. Yeah, he's a guy who's really playing with nothing to lose. And I, I kind of think bringing in Jay Gruden may be able to do a couple things on offense. Interesting, um, Josh Allen. I'm, I'm sorry, I zoned out for a second. I think you just paid Jay Gruden a compliment. <laughs> well, again, he may be one of those guys. Clearly, yeah. a horrible head coach. Yeah, no, you're right. But like maybe a decent enough coordinator, at least a step above from what they had last year. I'll say. Um, I mean, he type- taught Sean McVay everything he knows, right? <laughs> uh, there's got to be something going on there. I, I like the Minshew to chart connection. And then Tyler Eifert, who stayed healthy for 16 games last year. That's now, a massive pickup. If he, like, w- when he is on the field, I think we're going to see it. And to your point, the chemistry w- with Chark outside, and then not to mention there's some other, there's some other talent around there with Westbrook. You know, Lavisca, uh, Lavisca Chenault is getting a ton of praise massive, already. Turning yeah. heads, he's the he's the guy in the fantasy circles that's that's starting to shoot up boards. And by the time you're drafting in a week or so from now, maybe two, you're probably going to have the smart guy in in the draft point out that there's someone whoever drafts him in the 12th round gets a steal. Uh, I, I think the problem is they're they're. So there's two things, right? One, everyone, everyone's talking about how they're clearly tanking for Trevor yes. Lawrence. And we've seen that when that is the case and and there's a reason for the team to believe on in something, they they play a little harder and maybe they go for it. And while while Gardner Minshew I think could just not be an NFL quarterback and it's just a, more of a fun story than anything else, I got to imagine. You, I got to imagine this I mean Read what people say about him. This 
his play, the players want to play with this guy. Well, and do, does, don't so you whatever, feel- whatever that is worth in terms of getting that, that little bit extra, I I'm with you. I think the offensive line needs to show they can do a goddamn thing. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the defense has a lot of questions, but for fantasy, absolutely. Well, and doesn't this kind of, doesn't this team kind of remind you of the, of the dolphins last year where everyone said they're literally, Hey, we're tanking for Tua. We have, you know, well, they God did knows, get Tua, so they got Tua <laughs> and they got five wins. I mean, this Jags win totals at four and a half. Minshew could totally be Ryan Fitzpatrick in 15 I years. Mean, come on. Don't you see that? And if there's any team that's going to just pull out a couple random wins at home, yeah. don't you see this Jags team being able to do that? Uh, look, I, I, I like the narrative. I certainly think they're they're clearly the fourth team in the division. And I think, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe they surprise some teams early in the season. Maybe there's some heat. We are having a late kind of uh, hot uh, heat wave going. So maybe it trickles into September. I just think they're so far behind the other three teams in the division. I like Gardner Minshew as as much as the next gal in Pullman. I'm gonna have him go a nine to seven. Fuck you, Ryan. Well, All I, in on Jags. I don't think that's a crazy <laughs> maneuver. I'm just saying that, you know, if if you're asking me to rank these teams, I think I start by saying the Jags are fourth. The, the market is just so out on this Jags team. I'm I'm finding a little nugget of value. That's what I'm saying. And to coming back to Chenault. Minshew was quoted today. Ooh, Minshew likes him. Describing Chenault as quote a freak. Yeah. And if there's one person who knows a freak when he <laughs> sees one, it's our man Gardner Minshew. Just a fun guy. If they get the play action going, yeah, I think that I think that's the way to go. Eleven point two yards per attempt was sixty eight percent success rating, one hundred forty seven rating. Uh, you know in play action, and obviously it drops way off without play action. It's down to like five point three yards per attempt. The last nugget I'll have is whatever you're doing in fantasy football, do not draft Leonard Fournette this year. The Jags are completely out on Leonard Fournette. There's no reason they they have interest in playing him. Okay, he's banged up. And Who should they draft, Sean? I think uh, there's actually, I mean, there's plenty of other running backs Armstead? at that spot. I, no, I think you draft Chris Thompson because Chris Thompson in the Jay Gruden yeah. offense had like 39 to 49 catches every year under Gruden. So. He's gonna be. I mean, and, he's a guy you can be get. Behind. Yeah, he's a guy that you can get in. Like again, he's probably going in un, undrafted in a lot of drafts. So, yeah, don't waste like a third round pick on him. Take him really late, but keep an eye on Leonard or uh, Chris Thompson. Even like in a best ball. Yeah. All these best balls I've been playing on DraftKings, I'm getting a lot of shares of uh, Chris Thompson, Ryan. See now I sound like these fantasy nerds Fucking that I hate. Nerd. All right. What. What are we talking about? We're we're still talking about the Jags. We're still talking about the Jags. I mean, who did they bring in? I, I don't even know if they have any uh <laughs> any real notable free agent signings. Schobert? Yeah. They lost Glaze Campbell, that was huge. Uh Nick Foles, AJ Bouye, Yannick probably leaving. Uh Marcel Darius. So the the Ramsey defense, was lost halfway through the boy yeah. to lose two like pro bowl caliber cornerbacks is going to be tough to that. That to the me thing, is the part that the makes thing it tough that I do like is though. I, I think they've brought in like Josh Allen and you know, they, um, they have a pass rush. Yeah. Like I think they've brought in some guys that can kind of hang like again, this team isn't good, but I just don't think they're as bad as everyone's making them out to be. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I think what what we'll find out, and I, I love your regression angle because, or not even regression, but just fade the 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 public narrative, which is this team sucks, and this team is clearly trying to lose. That's why they're getting rid of all their players. And look, Jalen Rams Ramsey seems like a nice guy. Why would the Jags have a problem with him? Uh, so I think the problem will end up being that Gardner Minshew just doesn't have enough in front of them to, to get it done. And I think the defense isn't going to be staunch enough to, to do enough to, to win games. Cause they're going to be in high scoring games. And, and you just, if you don't have any sort of defense, you can't win games being played in the thirties. So great for fantasy, maybe not great for winning actual football games. That being said, Sean, and we should run through the schedule because four and a half for I, I will say, Sean, when I went into this, I was a little surprised to see the Jags at four and a half. Four and a half. I, I know mean, we did a way too early win total podcast. I was still shocked because I again I, I like I, I mean I like last Gardner. year last year was seven and a half. Four and a half feels like a pretty big adjustment. Well, they, they won six last year. Yeah. They won six games and and I don't I don't recall them being tremendously lucky, Sean. They were not uh they were expecting five up and a half. Tag, Ryan. Five and a half. So they were it, it touched lucky, not really. And to see that like why why drop what causes this to drop one and a half? Is it just the Calais Campbell leaving? Because he's a big deal. Yeah. Brian, if you took if you had to guess, who is the longest odds to make the playoffs in the NFL? Is it the Jags? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, obviously, because we're talking about the Jags, that's yeah. why I bring it up. Well, plus six seventy five to make the playoffs. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Uh, I, look, I, I think while four and a half is disrespectful, I think maybe their ceilings strapped right around the seven eight win area. Best case, everything goes right. That's yeah. how they come out. So let, let's go through the schedule, Sean. We got uh, as we're talking about last year, six and ten. They went under the total of seven and a half, four and a half this year. Juice is split over under, and then eighteen to one to win the division. Sean, isn't that the bet? Not me. <laughs> that is crazy. If, if they went nine and seven <laughs> and had the right tiebreakers, a hundred to one to win the AFC. <laughs> this was a team that was. Come it on, it's COVID. The crazy shit's happening. You're telling me the Jags can't win the AFC Super Championship? Bowl? Super Bowl one seventy five, Sean. That's like uh, when the Rams, when our or when our good uh, our good buddy Dick. All right, Sean. First four. Indy at home at Tennessee, Miami on a Thursday at home, short week at Cincinnati. It, it's not the toughest start to the season. It's really not. Can they beat Miami at home? Uh, I don't know. That that's going to be that's going to be too Cincinnati? much. That's going to be too much swag for one game. I mean, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick well, will, and Will Two will be playing. Will the universe? implode on itself when Fitzpatrick and uh, I'll say this, they get a game Minshew they, go head to head. They probably have a nice advantage here on the short week, but I say they get one against Miami or Cincy. So one and three, one and three feels fair. But if they won two games, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't call you crazy. Do you want to say two and two Sean? No, I'll save that at Houston, Detroit at home by week at the chargers of Los Angeles, Houston at home. Mm. Minshew out in LA. Do they split with Houston? Probably not. 
They can beat the uh, Lions at home. Dome team on the road. Oh, I'm one and three. Oh and four. You're a hater. I, I mean, I'm trying to be a little realistic here. At Green Bay, Pittsburgh at home, Cleveland at home, at Minnesota. Jesus. One and three. Uh, oh, be, you know who's you know who uh, they might randomly beat is the Steelers. <laughs> I can see the Steelers. I mean, the Jaguars have always kind of secretly had their number. Pullman, from what I recall. I'll, no disrespect to Pullman, but I could see Gardner Minshew doing well in Pittsburgh for a lot of the same reasons yeah. he did well in Pullman. I'm gonna go two and two. Fuck it. Oh my goodness. All right, I'm gonna go one and three. Tennessee at Baltimore, Chicago at Indy. One and three. Yeah, they'll beat Chicago. All right, so maybe not as high, but still five and eleven. Over feels good for me. What oh, do you I, got? I'm I going four and twelve. Three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Wow. I right. can't advise the under though. I can't advise the So under. you're taking the under on the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No belief, Ryan. I, I said I can't advise the under. I'll take the over. You can write over. You down. can't. All right. You're gonna say over even though you're one and a half wins off there. Why do you get so mad about this? I'm because not. it's it's silly if you're gonna predict their schedule to be three All right, and thirteen. Fine, give me under. Jesus Christ. You're gonna act <laughs> like a fucking baby. No, you don't have to lock it up, but Right. Numbers numbers matter. <laughs> Show me the data. Show me the data. How about show me the sports book? How about starting your own sports book? You can do it today over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. Use that link and get up to six weeks free. Top notch customer support going 24 7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. They'll hook you up with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated the second. Wagers graded immediately. Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. Again, all you got to do, you don't need to know much about running a sports book. All you need to know is just to head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Kramer, we are just cranking out the content. Holy Toledo. Fun night in the studio. And I- I'm realizing it feels like we've been here for a long time, but because while we were doing this podcast, <laughs> just we, broke in, it broke in. We had breaking news. The uh, the guy, <laughs> I should well, call him the guy. He's sir. a dude. He's a dude, sir. Yacht who first has name story, sir, last name Yacht has his story about the Big Ten deciding to kind of turn course and actually play college football. It sounds like he he's saying at least six teams are going to be playing college football in the fall from the Big Ten. We recorded a bonus little episode yeah. with his interview. Check it out. It Just was scroll uh, down a little bit, you know. He was a fun character indeed. All right, here we come to the Tennessee Titans, Ryan. The oh, team no. that we took the most shit for for our predictions. Uh, Titans fans were enraged that we had them going. They were. I think we had them going 7 and 9 and uh they f- people were really fucking pissed. Uh, I said 5 and 11. Actually. Oh, you did. All right. So I had for the, 7 for and the 9. Record. I had 7 and 9. Which wasn't that far off. They went nine and seven, and as they've they, they the, had the, the fans, perfect year. Everyone needs to calm down. The fans right? were like, <laughs> they're going to go nine and seven, and they were right. They did go nine and seven. They've gone nine and seven four years in a row. They really did have the perfect season, kind of like the Ravens. Yeah, but uh, they did a little bit better in the playoffs, obviously. And and kudos to the Titans, and, and kudos to Vrabel for realizing 
that Ryan Tannehill was actually good and that Marcus Mariota needed to get the fuck out of there. I mean, my seven and nine prediction. And again, I, I took a bunch of shit and you guys, the I, fans are right. They were nine and seven, but I mean, I was basing that prediction on assuming Marcus Mariota was going to be the quarterback for the entire season. I, yeah, I, I don't think it was that they thought Tannehill was going to be good. I, I think they just figured just, out yeah. like, this is Mariota's Mariota ceiling. Sucked. And with Tannehill, I have, I, you know, my, my suspicion is we've seen the best of Ryan Tannehill. He's, he was always a high variance player and his highs always were high, impressive Had cannon for an arm could move like a wide receiver. Like he was in, in college and the lows were just like, holy shit. That guy doesn't know what like it Jared Goff level. Like he didn't know the teams in the AFC East. He's just a dummy, like not a smart guy. So I don't know. I worry if I'm a Titans fan, I worry that we just bought this shiny new toy that was really fun to drive for the weekend. And now we're stuck with it for five years of payments. And while I generally like to defend everyone named Ryan, I don't think they're, you know, it's a sample size thing. We've seen a lot of games where Ryan Tannehill, not very good. And we've seen a couple of games where Ryan Tannehill, very good. Generally, the more tape we get on these quarterbacks, shit starts to regress. Well, he did have a career year. I mean, since he, when he took over the Titans had the number two passing attack in EPA, which is like basically every play, they kind of come up with a number for expected points. And that's how dominant and successful the Titans, the Titans team uh, (laughs) were or was last season. It is just, it almost feels like you go to Vegas, everything's firing on cylinders. you know, almost like if when I won that two hundred thousand dollars, I proposed to a stripper. Like that, that would have been a smart move. It, you you had a great night. You had a great weekend. You had the greatest weekend of all time. But now the next year, it's like, oh my god, we have we're we're stuck together for the rest of our lives. I'm worried that Titans may be coming into this. And Derrick Henry, I love Derrick Henry. Yeah. I think we picked him a lot in fantasy towards the end there. Bit of a superhero. And I I won a lot of money on the Titans. Yep. There was a time when. I ate the crow and said, I'm never betting against this Titans team and took them every single week since then. From then on, Derrick Henry, if you include the playoff touches, 409 touches for a running back. Now, Derrick Henry certainly not built like your average running back, but at some point, I, I, I'm worried you're either going to have an injury or some impact to productivity. Like, if he has another 400 touch season, at that same volume and at that same level, then he's on another level. But I'm worried we're either going to run into an injury or productivity is going to go. And literally both guys, it's a lot of touches. There was so much motivation going on last year in Tennessee, right? Like Tannehill in a basically like playing for his life. Derrick Henry also in a contract year, Mike Vrabel, his literal dick was on the line, line. all those things. And they all kind of stepped up to the plate and delivered. And now it's like, I, I'm worried they have a AFC championship hangover. Like I really do like this well, team that was a big, that was a successful season for them. And to your point, a lot of what didn't go right. I mean, the argument would be like, well, we had Marcus Mariota for the first half of the year. Yeah, I think and I would argue that that, you know, the, the games will play out this year. But if you start with Tannehill or is he the same guy in the playoffs? 
It's a little easier coming off the bench. I mean, we saw it with Nick Foles. Like Nick Foles, when he yeah. came in for Wentz, he he went on this magical run. But then when he had to be the guy in All Jacksonville right, or other areas, that it it wasn't quite the same. Well, it, the, as the sample size grows, you generally see what what is real. Uh, the list of quarterbacks who have finished in the top ten among qualified DVOA, DVOA leaders in the last ten years without reaching the top ten in any of their first three years. So the idea of a breakout season, right? Yeah. That this list is littered with people like Josh McCown, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Brian <laughs> Hoyer, Case Keenum, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? It does feel like Joe Flacco vibes. It, so it, there there are plenty of reasons to think this is this is not going to go well for the Titans. Now, uh, do they have the do they have players in place around Ryan Tannehill? To make this work, I, I'm p- potentially I think losing the right tackle probably matters. Conklin, yeah, but now I, they I have- think the durability of Henry probably matters. We like the running back they took out of Appalachian State, I believe, in the third round, Evans, but he's not Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry was the reason that team did everything they did last year in that run. Uh, they have the receivers. So you know, you look at the the way they like. I to mean, play. AJ Brown was a fucking the, beast. The play action, AJ Brown showed out. Uh, Jonu Smith ready to take the baton from Delaney Walker. I, I think you know people kind, who kind like of similar offense to the 49ers, but yeah. instead of doing it by committee, it's just it's just Derrick Henry's like a Megatron. P- people like uh, people who like to watch football players walk off the bus would definitely like Corey <laughs> Davis. He hasn't he hasn't quite gotten there, but he's there. Adam Humphreys. Uh, again, this this team has talent, kind of scattered all over the field, and 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 they they ha- they played decent on defense. I, I think the AFC South is just a bunch of solid teams with pretty easy schedules this year, which is going to result minus the Jags because they're clearly not in the tier of teams that have a shot to win the division. No disrespect to you, Gardner, but I think this is just another team that last year. I think I, I, they got, they were a tiny bit unlucky, but I think this team to me, I think when it came to the playoff time, which is what we're remembering, they, they, everything went right. Yeah. Everything absolutely went right. And whether or not they're hungover, I don't know. I, again, they have the projected 28th easiest schedule. So there is reason for hope if you're a Titans fan. Um, but I, I don't know. Is he gonna pro- is he gonna say he's gonna cut his dick off again? Like what? <laughs> well, what do you do after that? Like, if Ball, you like oh, balls, no <laughs> dick, but cut the balls off. No, but if you already went to cut your dick off, how do you how do you motivate people off of that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know at all, Sean. I really don't. What, let's you, get let's get to the schedule, Ryan. Let's break this bad sucker down. Did we already talk about the uh, any any uh, any additions or uh, subtractions you want? Do we want to talk about the Ryan Tannehill? Con- I mean. That's a lot of money, Ryan Tannehill getting paid. Yeah, I mean, are we worried about Ryan Tannehill getting paid? Uh, Feels a little bit uh, like a guy who would buy some jet skis. I, I think Tannehill. Yeah, he's got By a super way, super hot wife. Tannehill, sh- I'm almost fine with. The deal isn't that crazy, but the Derrick Henry one, you like, you didn't need to do now. I would have just franchised Derrick Henry. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Shout out to Jared Goff, Sucks Island, for having a little uh, little chip and putt. Uh, oh yeah, in the backyard. that was kind of cool. He, he just was, he God. didn't want a basketball hoop because he's I, worried about getting hurt. That's not a 
That's not it's a killer instinct. Like, but the, the way he said that, it was almost like programming. Like he's so dumb. He's just repeating what people <laughs> tell him to repeat. And by the way, why does he have a roommate? Did, did any, like they flashed the guy on the screen that was called Jared's roommate. Oh really? I missed that. I mean, I was watching, but I didn't, I I didn't pay attention. I encourage people to go back. We need a deep dive on a, so he doesn't live with the girlfriend. He has a roommate and B why does a uh, quarterback on a hundred million dollar contract need a roommate? Yeah. I, I needed a roommate cause I was making 36 grand a year. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, go back and check that out. Yeah, um, Logan Ryan, Conklin, those are kind of the big ones. Dion Lewis, he's gonna have a huge workload in uh, in New York. <laughs> Saquon's not gonna do anything. Delaney Walker, uh, Sa- I don't know Saquon if he was doing getting much. Very involved in the passing game in the. Uh, John, they brought in Jonathan Joseph, eh, Vic Beasley Jr. Resigned him. Yeah, I don't know. Not a cr- not a ton of crazy transaction. Conklin's Conklin seems like the big one. Yeah. Schedule. Let's do it. At Denver on Monday night. Not a good spot. No, and uh quick sidebar for fantasy guys. Melvin Gordon already complaining about the elevation, saying he's struggling to deal with it, and he has a rib injury. So Philip Lindsay. Oh he's he's going way too low in drafts. Jacksonville at home, at Minnesota, Pittsburgh at home, Sean. What what are you doing there? Yeah, I, I think uh well. I would gonna say three and one, but that Broncos game, I think I already like the Broncos there. Um, so I'll go two and two here for the for the Titans. Yeah, I mean the Jacksonville game's very winnable. I'm not sure uh, Pittsburgh can they be I don't love the start to the season. I, I really don't love it because of the God the, that Denver game is gonna it, it's gonna put that Jacksonville game at risk. Cause I, I have a feeling Tannehill's gonna look like dog shit. And they're gonna lose. I'm gonna say one and three, Sean. I'm wow, Ryan. Oh man, Titans fans are coming for you. Next four: Buffalo at home, Houston at home. Wow, three in a row going into a bye week at home. Coming out of that bye week, week eight at Cincinnati, Chicago at home. This schedule, I mean, there are. This is the this is the stretch they have to do well. They've. This is a stretch where they have a bye week, four home games, and one road game, Sean. Yeah, I'll go two and two. Really? See, I, I'm going to go three and one. I think they bounce back here. Next four: Indy at home on Thursday night at Baltimore at Indy, Cleveland at home. Two and two. I'm going to say one and three. This is going to be a real Jekyll and Hyde season at Jacksonville, Detroit at home on a Saturday at Green Bay at Houston. Oh no. Two and two, one and three. Wow. So what do you have them going, Ryan? Uh, You know what? I'll give them two and two. I'll give them two and two. So seven and nine. Seven and nine. So you're up from uh, five and seven. I I like. I will cut my dick off if this team wins the AFC. Uh, Sean, that's only fifteen to one. (laughs) So Ryan's dick is in the in the mix of being lost at only fifteen to one. I'll say super. Yeah, it's Ryan Tannehill. He's not. Sean, that was fun. We talked about football. Yep. I'll bring up the. Uh, do you like it? Can, can I share? Can I? Can we just do it? Will a, you say miss miss playoffs is plus one thirty five, make playoffs minus one eighty? I'm not touching. Or sorry, that's. Uh, Wait, they're make. No, miss no, pl- sorry. 
Tennessee Titans oh, minus one thirty to make the playoffs, even to miss the playoffs. And their win total is nine plus one ten on the over, minus one forty on the under, plus yeah. one seventy to win the division. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. That's crazy. It's that's, uh, it's crazy. Town. It's under for me, but I, this one feels like a stay away. I mean, to me, the locks are under by a mile. Oh, you get you telling me I get to play Ryan Tannehill doesn't win ten games next year like that game? Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm gonna go uh, Jags over and Texans over for my locks, and then uh, Texans little sprinkle on conference plus two eighty. I also like Colts. I make the playoffs at minus one eighty. I think that's the way to play oh, well, it instead of the uh, win sign total. me up for that one too, Sean. Colts make the playoffs at minus one eighty. Okay. And just I, I was pulling it up because I wanted to share an accurate statement, but I, I'm I'm doing a little uh, bigger money best ball over at FFPC before I give out my locks. And and you mentioned it earlier, but Philip Lindsay, I just grabbed Philip Lindsay in the eighth round. Yeah. That's insane. What am I missing? Give me all right. We what we got to lock up. We we I. I told you I don't love this Jags total. Just stay away from it. I don't want to go against the the energy of Gardner. I I think it's safe to say I like the Colts go going over. Okay. You know what? I've been burned by the Colts too many times. Give me Texans over. Give me Titans under. All right. Yeah, I mean the Texans being seven and a half. That of all those bets I threw out there, that one makes Wait, the most could, sense. Couldn't you see the, the the story of like Philip Rivers actually fell off the cliff last year? Yeah, he was horrible. I mean, I still think they make the playoffs, but their win total is nine and a half. That's kind of high, and the division plus one twenty. That's not too appetizing. The only division one that really speaks to me is the Texans at plus three twenty five. But again, my favorite bet is Texans over seven and a half wins. That feels easy. Also, like Jags over four and a half, and maybe sprinkle a little on the conference for the Texans at plus twenty eight hundred. I can't wait to like six weeks into the season, the Jags have zero wins and you're like, God damn it. They're going to get hot, Ryan. <laughs> They're going to get hot. Uh, hey guys, make sure you check out the free roll football contest up to $5,000 in prizes, sports gambling podcast.com slash contest subscribers only sports gambling podcast.com slash contest to get your entry in now wait, before it fills much? up. Up to five thousand no, dollars. It costs. It costs how much? Free to, to enter, as always. And everything much, we do is free. How much is the subscription? The subscription is also free, and it's oh, over okay. on our free website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Again, always a shout out to mybookie.ag promo code SGP. Get that hundred percent deposit bonus. Let's do it, baby. These division previews. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Getting limber. I'm Sean, second the money green. Or for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, <laughs> second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. I see you, Gardner. Kramer, let it ride.